You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. Hello, listeners. Shivani Peterson, host of the Mortgage Reports Podcast here. Today, I'm talking to my first-time homebuyers out there. If you've been thinking about buying a home for the past couple years, diligently saving up your money, actively looking for homes on the market, let's be honest, you've kind of been getting beat up. The past couple years have been tricky. Even though interest rates were really low before, home values were on the rise and it was really competitive. You were probably out there making offers only to get beat up in you know, multiple offer situations and sellers accepting cash over mortgages, conventional over FHA. It has not been an easy road. Today, we're gonna talk about how you can take some control back and boost your affordability in this market. I have a couple specific strategies. So if you're looking and you've already been pre-approved, the first thing I'm going to tell you is make sure to get that pre-approval updated based on current interest rates. You always want to know that you're shopping in the right price range. Next, now that home values are starting to slowly level out, we're not seeing the same insane levels of appreciation month over month. They're still appreciating, but at a slightly slower pace. You might be looking at some properties and thinking the seller truly is pricing the property a bit too high. Before you go and ask that seller and have your realtor negotiate a price reduction, you should instead look at having the seller do a buy down of your interest rate. So in a lot of instances, you may be thinking, I'm going to ask for 15,000 off the sales price. Well, the seller's not going to be stoked about giving up 15,000. They might be more amicable about giving you a $5,000 credit towards your closing costs. In turn, you use that $5,000 credit to buy down your interest rate so that your monthly payment is a little bit better and your long-term savings on interest will be much more than $15,000. It's a win for you and a win for them. You should also be looking into all kinds of loan products. So the 30-year fixed is not the only strategy available to you. A mortgage is a tool and there are many different tools you can use. Before we hit the pandemic and rock bottom low interest rates, I used to talk to clients all the time about seven-year arms and 10-year arms. Now, if your parents told you about arms, they probably told you horrible things that give you nightmares at night. But these are not the same scary arms that were used prior to the Great Recession. An arm is an adjustable rate mortgage, and your rate is fixed for a certain amount of time. So for example, on a seven-year arm, your interest rate would be locked in and fixed for seven years. Seven years from now is 2029? So you'd have your rate fixed until then. And also today's arms are fully amortizing. That means that you're paying down your principal with your interest every month. And there's no big, scary balloon payment at the end of your seven-year fixed period. At the end of the seven-year fixed period, there's safeties built in. So how much the rate can increase in a single year and how much it can increase over the life of the loan. The key to keep in mind here is that an arm is a shorter term strategy. You would likely refinance within that seven years because the average American refinances every six to 10 years. So why pay for the security of a 30-year fixed and take a higher interest rate when it's highly unlikely that your finances are going to stay the same for 30 years? This is just another strategy you can use because interest rates are lower on an arm than a 30-year fixed and it'll help boost your affordability. You can also look at long-term locks. So many investors, many banks, many loan programs now are rolling out where you can lock your interest rate for a significant amount of time. So anywhere from 60, 90, 270, 365 days. That's especially key if you're looking at building something. If you're in contract on a new build, 
you definitely want to ask about a long-term lock. Usually you'll have an upfront fee that's non-refundable that you pay to do that. And then you'll also have a float down opportunity closer to closing. So 45 to 30 days away from actually closing on the property, if rates have dropped significantly, most banks will offer you a float down option to the current market rate or just slightly above it. Also, think about your budget picture as a whole, right? So it's unlikely that your housing expense is your only expense. Think about your other expenses. When you go to qualify for a mortgage, we look at your monthly debts as compared to your monthly income. And we decide how much you can afford by keeping your monthly debts, including the proposed mortgage payment, usually under about half of your monthly income. If you have a large car payment that's eating up a lot of your monthly income, that's reducing your buying power. If you have credit cards that have large monthly payments, that's reducing your buying power and you're also spending money on interest that you shouldn't be. So I would urge you to take a look at all your monthly debts. You don't need to look at the total balance owed, but look at the monthly debts and see how they're impacting your monthly cash flow and your buying power. If there's something you can eliminate, it might be worth diverting a little bit of your down payment funds to eliminate that monthly payment and then get you into a slightly higher price range or get you back to the price range you were before interest rates started climbing. These are all tips that I want you to be thinking of to get the wheels turning in your brain on how you can still succeed in this housing market. Because the sooner you can get into a home, the sooner you can start reaping the rewards of appreciation, amortization, and avoid a higher price down the line as home values continue to climb. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 